millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Mind Aware, 849. Hello and welcome to the show. I am so happy you're here. You're listening to Positive Mindset for Entrepreneurs. This is the show where you discover how to leverage the power of mindset, build your business faster, have more fun, make more money, do it the feel-good way, step into your celebrity, all that good stuff. I'm so happy that you've joined me for this time. My name is Dana Wild. I am your host, And if you want to leverage the power of mindset every day, if you really want to remember this and get that jolt of happy and feel good and stay in the train your brain mode, then make sure to get the positive mindset for entrepreneurs free daily newsletter. You can find it at DanaWild.com slash mantra, DanaWild.com slash mantra, M-A-N. T-R-A. So today we are going to have a little chat around what to do when you're worried about what your family thinks about your business. This is surprisingly more common than you'd realize. We get it a lot because first of all, I attract a lot of people in the spiritual businesses and in energy working businesses and in woo-woo businesses and also direct sales business. Sometimes people in direct sales businesses, they also get that kind of pushback from their their families as to like, what are you doing? Or what is this business? Is it a pyramid scheme? Things like that. So I was really glad when I saw this question come in and I'll just read it. That's the easiest way. I do have a question about energy alignment and maybe you can help. I feel like half of my energy is working on my spiritual business and half of my energy is worried that my friends and family will think I'm crazy because I see dead people and unicorns. And so I feel like I actually can't move forward on my business when I have so much resistance around my personal life. Do you have any thoughts on this? Okay, first of all, love that you said dead people and unicorns. That just makes me smile because you're being very blunt and it's great. Like that's exactly how it feels like okay, I I get how this looks to the rest of the world. What can I do? So the short answer is, I think you speak for many. And I'd like to just start breaking this down piece by piece. Okay. First of all, the problem that you're talking about feels like I'm worried what others will think. But that's not really the problem. The problem is that you keep saying that you're worried of what other people think. So you kind of regurgitate this same story over and over again. And this is what most of us need busting on. We tell these stories and we get so used to telling the story that we think it's true. And the regurgitation of the story feels off. So the story that keeps getting regurgitated is, 
I can't move forward in my business because I'm worried what other people think. I can't move forward in my business because I'm worried what other people think. I can't move forward in my business because I worry about what other people think. I've got half of myself moving forward in my business, but the other half is worried. This almost becomes like it's true when we say it over and over again. I'm really worried about this. 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 And so it's the story that kind of becomes, keeps us stuck. It's the story that keeps us stuck. When you shift the story or when you find a way to talk about the current situation in a way that feels better, you will start to see the shift externally. So this isn't about trying to get everybody on board with your business. This is about you getting over the worry about everybody else being on board with your business and you getting over the story that you're worried that everybody. So let's put it this way. If you were to say the sentence, uh, everybody supports my business, no, that's not going to work and that, and you don't want to have anything to do with that. You don't care if everybody supports your business. And if you were to say the sentence, I'm not worried what other people think. Okay, that might even still feel a little bit off. Made better, like it'd be nicer to not care what other people think, but it still feels a little weird. So what you're really looking for is you're looking to shift this story. You're looking for some sentences that sound more like, you know, I was saying over and over again that I was worried what other people think. And I was saying over and over again that I was worried what other people think, but I'm kind of tired of that story. I'm tired of talking about how worried I am because I don't know if when I think about my business, I think about worry. I mean, I've got a lot of things in my business that I like, and I've got a lot of things in my business that are exciting. And I've got a lot of things in my business that I'm looking forward to. So even now thinking that I'm using the word worried with my business kind of sounds off and it feels off. And I can tell that that's not a mesh. My business is really kind of cool and it's interesting and it's cutting edge and other people aren't doing it. And I've discovered some things that are fresh and new to not only me, but to others too. And so that word worry doesn't even feel like it's in the realm of how I feel about my business. You know, how I feel about my business is, and then fill in the blank with those good feelings you feel. So get rid of that word related to your business because it's kind of not accurate. It's kind of not really there. So let's dig in further about why it kind of is annoying to be thinking this story in the first place. And part of the reason is because it feels bad to tell this story because it feels bad not to see people in their highest light and not to imagine them at their highest selves. So when we have a story going that sounds like people are going to reject me because of my beliefs or people are going to reject me because of what I think, what we're really saying is, people are really small and petty. These people are really small and petty. Uh, I, these people, they aren't as cool as me. They aren't as evolved as me. And they're kind of small and petty. Well, of course, that just feels like totally off, right? Of course, I know you don't think that about other people. And none of us in this sandbox would want to think that about other people. And we certainly would want to go, okay, that is kind of silly when I think people are judging me. What I'm saying is, I'm so cool and centered and open. I don't judge anybody else, but 
all of you out there, you aren't quite as evolved as me. You're just a bunch of judgers. And the real silly part about this is that when we're judging them as judgers, then we're the judgers, right? Oh my gosh, I think I need to like re-listen to this or get the transcript to get what I'm going. But you see exactly what I'm saying. I know you can't call people judges and not be judging them. So again, just mucky, 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 muck and so inaccurate and so not right. Like especially in this sandbox, we want to be seeing people at their highest light. We want to be seeing them as their highest selves. We want to understand that, you know, they are on their own journeys too. And that by me being my full self and being out in the world is who I am and letting, we always say in this sandbox, letting our freak flags fly. What we do is we give some of them a voice to their own experiences too. And they often surprise us, especially if we expect them to surprise us. So I know that you really heard that and that really you went, yeah, that is not me. I want to see people in their highest light. I don't want to automatically judge them as judges right off the bat. Then the third piece I want to talk about here is that when you are connected to your own inner knowing about what you're doing, then everything outside of you becomes invisible. And actually, the last episode I did was about this. And so definitely take a look at the last episode because I talk a lot about emotional alignment. I'm going to tell you a little story that I think will help drive this home. I had somebody in the direct sales business who I was working with, and she went for a really big trip that came out. It came out, this trip was announced and she could earn it. And she was really excited about it. And she went home and she talked to her husband and she said, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go for this trip. And the first thing her husband said was, oh no, does that mean you're going to be away more nights? And we talked about it because of course there's so many things like, oh, he doesn't support me or why did he say that? You know, what would be all the motivations that are psychological? But here's the truth. He wouldn't say that to her and it wouldn't be on her radar and it wouldn't bother her unless she was already thinking that too. Because if she was in her knowing, if she was excited and in her knowing and knowing she was going to win this trip and it was going to feel good and everything was good, even if he said that, her reaction wouldn't be a reaction of hurt or he doesn't support me. Her reaction would be like, oh, honey, don't worry about it. I've got so many ideas about how this is going to work and we are going to have so much fun and I'm going to rock this and you are going to see, like, I cannot wait to show you the pictures that they are giving for the promotion of this because this is in the bag and I have totally got this and I'm so psyched and I know you're psyched for me too. And her knowing, her excitement would completely drown out any voice of resistance. And in fact, those voices wouldn't even show up. But at the very least, she wouldn't even notice them because she'd be excited. So this is true for all of us. When we get into our inner knowing, when we really know that things are awesome, we don't even hear those people. And when just say we do hear them, we react differently and we think differently. So when you hear them react to you and it bothers you or you are worried about them reacting to you or thinking that you're weird or all those things, 
That's a good sign. That's great. Because then when we know that we have this button, we know like, I'm not in alignment with this idea. This, this reaction I'm getting from these people, my feeling of defensiveness around this, this is my indication that I'm off center about this. And I don't need to change them and I don't need to have them like my business. I need to be in alignment with my business. I need to feel good about my choice and what I'm doing. I need to get into my total sureness, clarity, knowing that this is real and this is happening and I'm doing good work and this is a good business and I'm excited. Now, a few seconds ago when I started talking about the difference between that feeling of worry around your business and how you actually really feel about your business, when you start juicing up that feeling about what you've really got, what you've really tapped into, the things that you can see and that you can have an emotional relationship with and that you've identified and that you can translate for other people and how few people on the planet can do that besides you, I mean, that's exciting. That is, that is so exciting to think about that. And when you keep in that place of like, yeah, this is exciting and I was meant to do this and I, I can feel it that this is me and I'm stepping into it and I'm understanding more and more how to use this and how to talk about it and how to translate it and who it helps and all of those good things. Like when you really get into that feeling of knowing about your business, you don't have those other things come up. You don't even notice them and you just certainly don't get defensive about them. So finally, in closing, I want to say I know it's really easy to say all of this stuff and it's easy for me to sit here and tell you this, but just know this is something I'm continually working on too, quote unquote working, you know, continually playing with too, right? How do I stop listening to the peanut gallery? How do I stop being externally motivated and instead listen to my inner knowing? How do I stay connected to my inner self and the things that I know to be true rather than being swayed by all of the noise around me? And the answer, practice. That's the only way. It's the only way for me and I know it's the only way for you too. We get better and better and better at this. We get more and more connected. We understand more and more how that feels. We start to trust and believe in ourselves more and more and really slip into our own knowing and sureness and clarity and stay in that place more often. And when we are off center, when we do have those indicators from other people like, oh, I'm not feeling so sure today, that's great news. Celebrate when you catch that. Because that means you're aware and you're awake and you're on the path and you're figuring it out. And some days we're more steady and more sure than others. And that's okay. The journey is long and we're having fun every step of the way. And it's all giving us good information. And I know without a shadow of a doubt, you've got this.